Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. Good morning. The way that Taylor Swift has infiltrated the NFL right now is just amazing to me. Last night I was watching Monday Night Football, and I don't usually watch Monday Night Football if the Browns aren't playing, but there was nothing else on, and I was just kind of bored. And even during the game, even last night, they were showing clips of Taylor Swift in the suite with Mama Kelsey at the Chiefs game. Yesterday, People are freaking out about it. They really are. And we'll get into more of this coming up during Hollywood Dirt in a little bit, about a half hour away from right now. Here's a survey that I saw this morning that I found interesting. It says uh, it's a, it was a new study. It's a survey where Americans, where people say this is the most important thing for a fulfilling life. Most it's, important thing for a fulfilling life. Yeah. It has to be... Your relationships, right? You would think so. But I'm surprised at what's number one, and at the same time, I'm not surprised. Uh, the number one thing on this list, in this survey, it's having a job that you like. According to this survey, it's the more, most important factor to having a fulfilled life. Having close friends came in at second. Having kids came in at number third. And having a lot of money came in at fourth. Which surprised me a little bit because what I've been hearing, especially since 2020 and the pandemic, is how it was like a reset on our lives right. where where things, uh, the, our priorities in life changed and we appreciated things like time off and spending time with family, right. things like that. And so this this survey kind of surprised me a little bit where someone said having a job or where most people said having a job. Uh, that they like is the most important factor to having a fulfilled life. I mean, I can understand it from the perspective where if you have a job that you don't like, going in five days a week would be pretty mentally draining, I would say. But, like, everybody wishes they were rich and didn't have to work, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody wishes that. Having a job that you don't like, I could see how that would have an effect on everything else in your life. Right. And, and, and make make you miserable, Basically, I'm also not surprised at this survey because it, I'm, I'm one of those people and, and I don't know, maybe I need therapy. Uh, maybe someone can diagnose me, but I've always been one of those people where I don't want to go as far as say as, as I, my personality or 
I identify with my job, but I do. Yeah, at you the same do. Time. <laughs> you do. I've noticed that about you. And the reason why is because I've been doing this since I I've been 16 years old. Yeah, I was 16 years old when I started in radio. And I'm still doing radio to this day. Yeah, it's part of your personality. I've been doing radio longer than I've had kids. Yeah, it's a long time. I it, get it. It's, I've, I've been doing the job more than I've, than I've known my kids right? and my family. It's like an athlete when they retire and you're like, they're like, what? who am I? What do I do now? That's how you're going to be whenever the day comes. For right or for wrong and, uh, and, and probably for wrong. Uh, yeah, that's me. That's me right now. Uh, so thank goodness I love this job. <laughs> and I am fulfilled right now. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104. 90s, 2000s, and now it's Morgan and Bill. So, Morgan, there's a story that I read for the first time yesterday that as I'm reading it, it's a local story. And I'm like, whoa, like this happened. This happened here. Good whoa, bad whoa? Bad whoa. Okay. For sure. So there's guys, his name is Matthew Motul or Matthew Motil. He lives in North Olmstead. And up until recently, he was a real estate agent and a house flipper. He called himself the cash flow king. (laughs) He had a podcast and everything else. And he's got to be a crook. The cash flow king. Great guess. Excellent guess. He was not as good at his job as he claimed to be because yesterday the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission filed a lawsuit against him. He is accused of running an $11 million Ponzi scheme. Yep, sounds about right. Sounds about right. So he has taken money from people, from investors, and he wasn't honest about the money. He's a bad man for sure. But here's the part of the story that I found most interesting as I'm reading it. So Modal took the money from the scheme and spent about $1.6 million worth of personal expenses. Now, I want you to keep in mind, this is over a four-year period. Because when I'm looking at these numbers, I had to keep thinking, this is over four years. $107,000 for rent of a lakeside mansion. $73,000 $73,000 on courtside seats to Cavs games. He paid off his student loans. That was responsible. Okay, yes, yeah, good for him. The cash flow king. Uh, he spent $37,000 at Best Buy over four years. Oh, gosh. Spent $23,000 at a, for a personal training service. So he, you know, it was important for him to, to be fit. Right. So spent twenty three grand over four years. Here's the three things that absolutely, like, I couldn't figure it out. Like, I know that you're all of a sudden, even though it's it's completely illegal, but you're flush with cash. $22,000 on iTunes. On iTunes? $14,000 at Starbucks. And almost $14,000 on pizza. At pizzerias. Hey, the cash flow king has to stay caffeinated and fed at all times. Otherwise, how is he going to get the cash? He's busy. He's working. He's scamming people. Again, this is over four years. But how in the world are you spending $22,000 on iTunes? He's inviting people into his lakeside mansion. And there has there has to be music to play at the mansion. So he's got to buy all these songs on iTunes. I think my iTunes 
I haven't like, bought something on iTunes I know. since like 2005. I pay the monthly fee, which I think is $9.99, or at least the last time I checked. I mean, Apple just takes money from us right. every single month. I'm not even looking at the receipts anymore. Uh, Twenty. I I think you have to. I would have to work really, really hard to get up to twenty two thousand dollars on iTunes. Right. And then fourteen thousand dollars at Starbucks over four <laughs> years. He wasn't sleeping. Clearly, <laughs> he had to stay up all night to figure out how he's going to get away with this Ponzi scheme. Unbelievable. Like I, I was really, I was. Really, I mean, that's the part of the story that that just struck me. It's Can like. Can I be honest of what what struck me? How much was the Best Buy bill? Thirty seven thousand dollars. Yeah, that's my, obnoxious. My immediate response was, if the Lord ever made us rich one day, David would spend thirty seven thousand dollars <laughs> at Best Buy. Like th- that would be a headline for David Preston. And I was like, oh, thank God we're not rich because thirty seven grand at Best Buy. I, w- I would not be okay with that. Yeah, he had to get one of those home entertainment systems <laughs> right. installed. They're all linked to each other. He had to get a home entertainment system in the mansion so that he could have friends over and listen to iTunes. He bought some pizzas so that they were well fed. Right. You know, it's all part of the larger scheme, uh, scheme here. Oh, uh, it, it, yeah, it sucks what this guy did to people, but hopefully he will be adequately punished for it. Yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen with him, with him next. TBD. They're on it. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Good morning. No way it was our last night. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. It's Morgan and Bill. So Saturday night is supposed to be the night. Yes. Like a huge celebration uh, and something that Morgan has been looking forward to for 16 months. Yeah. When David lands at Hopkins Airport and he walks through the the terminal and he gets to stay in the U.S. because he'll have his visa. But now, what are you concerned about right now? Are you thinking, is there a chance that this might not happen on Saturday? I mean, depending on your relationship with mail carriers, yeah, it might not. I learned yesterday that they're sending David's visa in the mail. In the mail! In 2023? What if it gets lost? So, it's not lost yet. You're just worried that it might be lost? It's not lost yet. So, the latest update that we got was yesterday on our little... What's the word I'm looking for? Case tracker. You know, at some point it has said in transit. At some point it has said ready. Yesterday it said issued which means that it has been sent out in the mail. But it was kind of like the disclaimer that came with this update that kind of made me nervous. It says, if you do not receive your passport and visa within 10 working days, please contact the embassy or consulate where you submitted your application. Okay, so are you able to track the actual visa? No. Okay, so you're only able to track the the. Status the, the, of the visa, right? I guess. So, but after it leaves the embassy, there's no way to to track it through the mail in London, right? There's not like a UPS tracking number that you could click on and see where it is. But you know, the whole thing has been so backwards, so like a century ago, it feels like. And now you're telling me that you're going to send something as important as an immigrant visa in the royal mail. How far does David live away fr- from the embassy? Um, is it in the same neighborhood? No, it's not in the same neighborhood, but L- London is, I mean, it's big, but it's pretty small, like in 
comparison to like a New York City type thing. So normally it takes like two days for David to get something in the mail. So he was like, I should have it by Wednesday. But my anxiety is through the roof. What if he doesn't have it by Wednesday? What if he doesn't have it by Saturday? How many times has something got lost in the mail coming to you? I mean, it happens to me all the time. Yeah, but I I don't know anything about the London mail system. I feel like it's not that much different than our mail system, right? I mean, (laughs) you put it in a van and it goes somewhere. It could be superior or it could be inferior. I I don't know. In 2023, how are you not able to send it digitally? Or using a... Well, I I don't know. I mean, the the mail system, at least in the U.S., it's improved where it's it's very similar to sending something through FedEx or UPS. Like I I thought they would use like a messenger service or something like I I think that would be more efficient than sending visa papers, something so important through the mail. Through the mail. What if it ends up at the wrong flat? Or give David the opportunity to just go pick it up in person. Right. Like that, that would make more sense to me. Like give him that option. There is that option, but it's still, it's not at the same place. So they have to mail the visa to another place and Mm. then you have to go pick it up at that place. And they were like, it usually takes longer for that to happen. And when you get there, you have to wait in a long line. So trust me, David's on Reddit every single day. Like he could be the founder and CEO at this point, how much he reddits things about visa processes. And everyone's like, this is your best way to do it. Have him mail it to your house. But my anxiety is through the roof. Is David worried? David lives in a constant state of worry. Like okay. about ev- pretty much about everything in life. So I would say yes. He also is worried. Okay, so l- let's say worst case scenario. And I it's Saturday and he doesn't have his visa papers. Does he get on the flight? No. I guess he doesn't. He has no. to stay, right? He has to go get it. Yeah. And there and there's no backup plan. There's no way to just go to the embassy and get a temporary No. Vi- okay. Oh. That that right there, in a nutshell, has been our experience. Let's just think positive thoughts. It's not going to get lost in the mail. It's going to get there. (laughs) The mail carrier in London is going to see, this is an important package. It needs to get where it needs to go. The only thing more old school would be a stork, like showing up on David's front door. I'm sure they wouldn't do it if it... I mean, if they were having problems, they wouldn't do it that way. They wouldn't use the mail cert if they if they had complaints and problems all the time, because this is something that people need to to travel. OK, we'll keep that optimistic yes. outlook. I'm, I'm staying optimistic. It's only Tuesday. Yeah, we'll check back in tomorrow. Uh, Cleveland confessional on the way this morning. Haley in Seven Hills has been very patient with us because yes, we were supposed to talk to her last week, weren't we? Yeah, she she wants to come on. I will say this. I don't think I've ever heard of anything that what Haley's going through right now. I don't know if I've ever heard about it before. I, I don't know if any, if I've ever met anyone or come across anyone that has had this situation. I feel like they probably wouldn't tell you if they had this situation. <laughs> oh, you know? most likely. Uh, yeah, most definitely not. Uh, so we are going to need your help on this. Cleveland Confessional next. It's the Q Morning Show. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So much good music. I love it. On Q104. It's time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it can be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. We are going to Seven Hills this morning for the Cleveland Confessional, and we'll talk to Haley. Now, when I first saw this, I was like, wait a minute, is this really a confession? Because it sounds more like, well, you go ahead and say it, Haley. 
What is your confession? Good morning, by the way. What's your confession this morning? Good morning. I want to confess well, that I'm pregnant. Okay, Yay! see, that's, that's good news. And hopefully we stop there, right? Or no? It's a no. <laughs> that's not it. The thing is, I'm experiencing gender disappointment. That's the best way I can put it. And I just don't know how to handle it. Okay, so those around you know that you're having a baby, but what you're confessing to us is that you were hoping to have something else. Are you telling people what you're having? Oh, yes, I am. Uh, You know, the cat's out of the bag with that. I am pregnant with a girl. I actually just found out about three weeks ago. And, you know, I have friends that are struggling to get pregnant, so I'm trying to, you know, look, obviously, at the bright side of things. I'm, I'm super thankful to be pregnant. Please don't get me wrong, but... I, the thing is, I already have two wonderful little girls, and we know that this is definitely our last baby. So, And you wanted a boy. Yes, I really wanted a boy. And my husband, too, he did as well. And I know it might sound silly to a lot of people, but it feels like a dream for me that's just being crushed because mm-hmm. I don't know anything about boys <laughs> You know, I'm one of two girls. We have no boys in our family. My husband is actually an only child. So I can't help it. I just feel so disappointed. But at the same time, I feel like a complete jerk for even having this feeling. And besides you guys, I have not confided in anyone except my husband. Hmm. Well, first and foremost, I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. That has to be difficult to navigate. Yes, thank you. You know, it it makes me feel like I'm the worst mother on the planet. Um, Everyone I know is just thrilled for us. And we are happy, but at the same time, there's this cloud of sadness, too, knowing that this is it. I'm never going to have a boy. So you said you've only talked to your husband about this. What's the extent of that conversation? Yes, only my husband. Uh, My parents and his parents are completely over the moon and the reason why I haven't confided in anyone else is because I don't want to bring everyone down, but I'm really, really struggling with it. I feel like it is probably not normal to be this upset about it. You know, I was hoping that I could maybe get some mom advice from listeners on how to get over this hump of this disappointment, or if I'm even experiencing a normal reaction that other people have gone through, you know, I don't want this to ruin my last pregnancy, but for me, it just seems to be so hard to shake. And I also don't want to be complaining to everyone else around me about being pregnant. I'm fascinated by everything that Haley has said. I don't think I've ever heard of this before. Oh, have you not? Well, like did I, you ever have like a, a longing to have a girl, Bill? I believe that when Paula and I first got pregnant, I think that I was kind of hoping for a girl because, but that's only because I thought that I'd be a horrible boy dad. <laughs> like I, I, I thought that I would, I would really do a bad job at raising boys, but obviously I was thrilled when, you know, we found out it was a boy and then having another boy. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I'm fascinated. I, I thought that I've heard of pretty much everything. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody go through this before. And I mean, I, I don't have any children, but I always have wanted a boy. I'm kind of like you, Haley. Like in my family, there's no boys. My sister has girls. There's boys on David's side of the family. But I mean, obviously, I don't know. But I, I can imagine that that if I wanted a boy my whole entire life and then I didn't get it, I would also 
feel a certain type of way. But but something I do know, Haley, is that we have a lot of moms that listen to this show. And I'm really hoping that someone who has been in your shoes can can help you out better than Bill and I can. Perfect way to say it. <laughs> 216 It's the Cleveland Confessional Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. It's the Cleveland Confessional this morning. Morgan, I think that you would do a better job of explaining uh, what Haley was just talking about. Okay, so Haley is pregnant, which she's very excited about being pregnant. Um, She definitely wants to reiterate the fact that she's not taking that for granted. I think what she's experiencing is what she said is gender disappointment, where she's had... Did she say she had two girls? Uh, they have two prior girls. Okay, yes. so two girls. This is the last baby. She just found out it was a girl. They really wanted a boy. No boys in the family. You know, the husband doesn't have any boys in the family. And she's just wondering, is this normal? Do people actually experience this? And she feels guilty. She feels like a bad mom. So I figured we could try to connect her with some other mom listeners who maybe have experienced this or can help her out a little bit. Fantastic idea, because as Haley was Explaining what's going on with her, I was just sitting there like, uh, I, I don't know what to say. I don't well, know what to yeah, tell you. I don't have kids either, so I haven't been through. We need some experts. Stephanie is in Menor. <laughs> Stephanie, good morning. Good morning. Now, you said that you felt feeling similar to Haley about a year ago. Is that right? Right. So I kind of like feel bad because I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. I have a boy. So I kind of, I didn't know if I wanted to call because I feel bad about me having a boy. (laughs) But my situation was very similar. And with my boy, I wanted a girl. Very bad. And you felt guilty (laughs) about it? I did. Like, I really wanted a girl. I knew this was going to be my last baby. And I already have a boy, so I wanted a girl. So how did you get over this or are you not over this? So I kind of I'm kind of not. But at the same time, I'm calling and maybe hoping this would help her after, you know, maybe she has the baby. It would clarify things because now my baby is my favorite. He is such a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. He has, you know, I had him and he just we have that connection. <clears throat> Gotcha. So, yeah, so, I mean, then, so just let it happen yeah. organically and, and, and hope that it your feelings will change? Right. Kind of, yeah. It's, I mean, obviously, she's going to love the baby. It's her baby. and But at the same time, yeah, it's going to be just a growing. It'll grow on her. Thank I, you. Thank you, Stephanie, yeah, for calling this I mean, morning. I think even one of the things that will help her is knowing that it's not an out of left field feeling like that was one thing she was like, do people actually Mm. go through this? Am I being, you know, ungrateful, but it's not, I mean, we're getting lots of calls and texts that, that people go through this feeling. Oh, for sure. We're all in this together. You guys, that's why we do the Cleveland confessional. That's what we bring it to the show because uh, we know that there's at least one person out there that feels the way that you do. Jen's in Cleveland. Jen, good morning. Good morning. Now, what did you, what were you feeling when you were listening to Haley talk about her feelings of gender disappointment? My heart absolutely went out to her because her feelings are absolutely valid. I was in a situation where I wasn't supposed to be able to get pregnant anymore. And I do have a mix of kids. I have boys and girls. 
And so when I got pregnant, my youngest daughter, uh, she was not even a year and a half old. And so I was really excited. I'm thinking, okay, well, first shocked, but then excited. Had all things girls in my house. So I was really, really, of course, hoping that I wouldn't have to start over because I didn't have anything boy in the house. Found out the baby was a boy. I was so incredibly disappointed. Blessed mm-hmm. because, first of all, I was surprised pregnancy. Right. But, you know, I wasn't supposed to be able to get pregnant, so on and so forth. And baby was a boy. And I felt awful. And I shared with my friends and family the disappointment because the baby was a boy and it made my feelings even worse so then i just started to keep my thoughts and feelings to myself so your friends and family your friends and family didn't understand the way you were feeling no no and then they like kind of mom shamed me a little bit and like made me feel even more guilty like you know i mean i understand babies are a blessing and yes i could i shouldn't have been able to get pregnant and i did and this baby was a miracle so on and so forth but it's when you have to start fresh after thinking you're done, it's a big pill to swallow. So I was like, a girl, girl, girl. And then it was a boy. And I was like, oh, man. But the feelings of that disappointment will go away. They will go. I mean, How long did it take will, for them to go away for you? Okay, So my son is going to be 10 in two weeks. And he was so I had a little level of mom guilt because on top of being disappointed, he was a boy. He was born premature. So uh, being my last baby, premature, first preemie, all these problems. So then I had a whole different level of mom guilt going on. So I would have to say it it really took just a couple months. Once, okay. you, okay. once you are holding the baby, loving the baby, the baby is here. Yeah. And you just see your other children with your baby and everything. You just, all of that just goes away. And it yeah. doesn't feel like it. it will ever go away right now because... She's pregnant, and, you know, the disappointment is very real right now. It does get better. It really, truly does. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, that's ho- optimistic. Hopefully that is, those are words that Haley needed to hear this morning. Yeah, that I she, mean... That she's, of- yeah, she's not alone in going through this. Right. And uh, the, the feeling that, or knowing that eventually it's going to go away. It will go away, yes. Maybe we could put uh, Jen in contact with Haley. Yeah. And they, would and love they, that. Yeah, they could they could talk and they could. Uh, Jen, would that be all right if, with you if we did that? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Haley's been on hold listening the entire time. We'll put the two of you in touch together and you can talk this out. Okay. Doing good things this morning. I hope she feels better. I feel like I feel better for her. I hope so too. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Good morning. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Let's begin by meeting our lovely contestants this morning, Morgan. First up, from the city of Avon Lake, it is Lexi. Lexi, good morning. Good morning. Let's meet your challenger. It's Haley in Cleveland. Haley, good morning. Good morning. Ladies, it's a best of five question quiz. Your name is your buzzer. Any questions before we begin? Nope. Nope. All right, here we go. Question number one. What dancing competition show returns to ABC tonight? Haley. I heard Lexi. Me too. Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars is correct. Question number two. Cleveland Browns defensive end Miles Garrett wears what? Lexi. Lexi? 95. 95 is correct. Okay, Haley, you have to get this next question correct to stay alive in the game. Lexi, if you get it right, you will win. Question number three. Name one of the three states of matter. Lexi. Lexi for the win. Liquid. Liquid is right. Wow. Clean sweep today, Lexi. Good job. And someone was listening yesterday as well. Yes. I was. <laughs> it all worked out for you. Congratulations. So now you're going to see, well, you got to be patient. <laughs> yeah. But you will go see Noah Khan eventually. May. Yeah. Thanks, Lexi. Woo. Have a great day. Thank you. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Morgan, I am really close, really close to joining TikTok. How close? I like, like, I'm really thinking about it now. I thought you already had a TikTok that you just watched. Uh, it got deleted. <laughs> so okay. I, am, I don't even have the app on my so phone. So you've already done this experiment once. What makes you want to do it again? Because uh, I didn't really give it, a, give it a try. Okay. I know this sounds ridiculous, by the way. I mean, it, it sounds like I just said, you know what, Morgan, I'm thinking about getting a color TV. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, everybody has their things. I'm not going to shame you for not having a TikTok. Because Morgan is on TikTok. It, Morgan's huge on TikTok. I wouldn't say huge. You have over 100,000 followers, don't you? Yes. On TikTok. That's I think a, a lot of people I'm, have a lot of followers on TikTok, though. Well, I have zero. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't really want to do it. I mean, I, I'm... It's a it's a hate hate relationship that but I have with social like media. You like reels, don't you? You you watch a lot of reels. Yeah, on my IG. Well, I do. The, if you like reels, then there's no reason why you should not like TikTok. It just takes a minute for your algorithm to get tailored to you. I think you you cut it off before that happened. Maybe I think you're right. That's what I did. I gave up too soon. Yes. Before my algorithm got 
what I needed it to right, be. Right, right, right. Uh, so there is someone on TikTok right now. Do you, since you're big on TikTok, do you know Kelsey Russell? Kelsey Russell. Can't say that I do. She's 23 years old, and she is known as an influencer on TikTok. And the thing that she's promoting right now is print media. Like, what does that entail? So in one of her videos, she says, I'm just your media literate hottie that's going to help you decide what print media you want to get invested in. And she in the video, she shows off a copy of New York magazine. And she has apparently asked her family for a subscription to the New York Times. Not not the online version, the actual newspaper version. And other papers like the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal have hooked her up with subscriptions. Okay. So she has like the actual newspapers. And let me tell you, I am all for this. You because are? Because if there is one thing that I miss about the way that it used to be, and I know I sound like grandpa again, but man, I miss reading newspapers. You do? Yes, I do. I don't think I physically have read a newspaper in my whole life. I got to be honest with you. My favorites were Sunday mornings, getting the Sunday paper, (laughs) pouring some coffee and just sitting down and relaxing and reading. Yeah, you do sound like my grandpa, but it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I encourage you to live your best life. If that's what it's going to take, I'm here for it. And I obviously stopped doing it because it's an outdated thing now. I mean, you can get all this information on my phone and I do. Yeah. I mean, I have a a subscription to Cleveland.com. You know, the blue light is bad for your health. I, it's just not as enjoyable to sit on my phone and read like it is. It was just so relaxing and enjoyable with a newspaper. I don't get the same enjoyment out of it scrolling my phone. Yeah, I can understand that. I think my big difference is that point blank period, not a big reader. So like, it doesn't <laughs> matter if it's reading on my phone. It doesn't matter if it's reading a newspaper, reading a book. I ain't reading it. Yeah, I, and I'm not consuming the information the same way either. Like with, like the, I don't know, something is just different about reading an article in a magazine or a newspaper than it is with the phone. For the, with the phone, I get bored and I just, I just scroll and I'm like, oh, I'm done with this story. I'm going to move on to the next one. Yeah. What about like, do you find any differences reading a, a let's say a paperback book as opposed to a Kindle? <laughs> Why yes. are you laughing? Because I've, I've tried the Kindle and you and can't do it. I prefer the books. Okay. Well, you're the- just old. <laughs> in the best way though i appreciate it about you yeah i but again <laughs> I, i'm not i mean if kelsey russell wants to bring it back i'm all for it go for it maybe that's what i'll make my tiktok about yes be, she's found her target audience it's bill ryan me and kelsey we could collab yeah <laughs> on our tiktok videos all right so something that i said on the show yesterday I guess uh, because this happens often. Where I have I'll... not stopped thinking about something really? you said yesterday. Yes. It happens often where I'll say something that Morgan's you know, confused about. But this. I need answers. All right. So something I said yesterday. We will get into this next. The Q Morning Show. Q104. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Hey, 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 hey. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill with you. Good morning. So something that I said on the show yesterday, Morgan needs 
some clarification on? I've been thinking of it nonstop. Really? Yeah, I'm not lying to I you. I can't imagine what I said that, <laughs> that we need to do a deep dive on, but let's go. Let's go. You said yesterday we were talking about your sleep routine, right? And the fact that it's getting colder and mm-hmm. how do you sleep? You said your wife, Paula, won't let you turn the AC on. Oh, yeah. Okay, so right now at my house, because of what the temperatures are overnight, the AC is off, the windows are open. I was talking about this yesterday because the it, I guess it's dropping down to around 60 at night, and the, the cold air is kind of affecting my voice. Right. So it's I'm waking up a couple times in the middle of the night, and I need water, and... You know, you wake up and you you almost think that you have a sore throat, but as soon as I have some water or You're I have good. some coffee, I'm I'm fine, I'm good to go. But that's yeah, that's our sleeping situation right now. So the reason why is because Paula doesn't think that we need to have the AC on right now and it's not cold enough to turn on the heat. And so we're saving. Ching 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 ching, we're saving. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to do. Cause I don't turn I keep my AC on. I have to sleep with the AC on. I have to. And David and I used to have this argument, too. He's like, why is the AC on? Like, just go to sleep. You're going to have it running all night. I physically cannot fall asleep unless I feel like I'm in an Arctic tundra. So Paula and I, if we were ever married in a different world, we would not be able to handle this sleep routine. Well, opening up the windows might fix that for you. I mean, it is 60. It is kind of chilly. Yeah, but also, like... It feels great. Like, I, I'm all... You know, curled up in my my blankets and yeah. and it feels great in the room. Is this so morgy that I don't open my windows because I'm afraid somebody's going to crawl through them and like abduct me? Well, that could happen. I mean, I've you are too many. You are on the first floor. <laughs> yeah, so I can hear people outside my apartment. I'm like right in the mix of where everybody is. So that's maybe why I don't open my windows. Yeah, maybe maybe don't do it on the first floor of an apartment building. You're right. There's there that's something to consider. But the thing is, even if I wanted AC on, Paula's not going to let me do it. But, but what do you mean she's not going to let you? Does she yell at you? Does she immediately turn it off? Like what is that conversation like? Bottom line, Paula pays the bills. Okay, like I make right, money. She's the the financial savvy one of the two. Right. She is the budgeter. She pays our all of our bills, and so. When the AC goes off, the AC goes off. And she'll, she'll even wait till the last second to not turn the heat on, too. And you don't question it. I can complain. <laughs> but it's up to her discretion whether the thermostat gets touched or not. Right. In fact, she's bought one of those Nest thermostats. And I don't even know how to work it. What? I don't even know what that is. The, the Google Nest thermostats. Um, it's, you can control it from your phone. Oh. And it's it's there on the wall. I don't really know what's what's going on. Oh, there. okay. Like it's, yes, it's I very, see now. It's very savvy. Interesting. It's, yeah, it's. But that, I mean, I'm used to that. I mean, we've been together so long. Those are the rules that Paula puts in place. I really <laughs> am not allowed to. I mean, it's a general rule. I'm not allowed to spend money right without her permission. It's so funny because the rule for you, Paula's rule is do not turn the AC on. My rule for David is do not turn the AC off in the middle of the night or we're going to have problems. So what do you want to get into? You want to get into your people with the, sleeping with the AC on, the, the windows? Like what, what are you doing in your house right now? Yeah, we need to know. Do you have the windows open at night? Do you still have the AC on? Has anybody turned the heat on yet? <laughs> I would imagine no, but... 
I mean, who knows? How can I save money, too? Because my electric bill is through the roof. I'm not going to lie. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Are we living life correctly? We, do, <laughs> we don't really know. AC or windows? 216-474-0104. The Q Morning Show. It's Q104. Q104. 90s, 2000s, and now. We're talking about heating and cooling <laughs> right now on the Q Morning Show. Yeah. Um, let's go to Nathan first. Nathan is in Kent. Nathan, good morning. Good morning. What would you like to talk about, sir, as we discuss our heating and cooling issues? So right now at my house, my AC is off. Windows are open. Um, because Paula won't let you turn the AC on is what you told me yesterday. Yeah. And I, mean, I won't let David turn our AC off. Well, right now, I mean, that's your house. Yeah. But then David's going to move in. <laughs> And all of a sudden, it's going to be his house, too. I don't know about that. I smell trouble on the horizon between the two of you. Uh, but, Nathan, what, what happens at your house? I uh, grew up in a house that uh, Dad was in charge of that thermostat. You know, you don't you, the kids don't touch the thermostat. Dad was in charge. And now that's how we do it here. My wife mm-hmm. grew up in the same house. You know, dad's in charge of the thermostat. I mean, there are means online. It is a dad's sacred responsibility to, to do this thermostat business, man. What? Yeah. I think you're getting robbed. I, I get that. Um, and that's how it was in my house. My dad was, uh, he was in charge of all that stuff. He would put in the storm windows and everything else. Right. My dad also thought that I was an idiot. <laughs> And so he didn't teach me a lot of this stuff, uh, only because I think that he thought it was like going to be a huge hassle. Right. Because he thought I was an idiot right. and, and didn't understand this <laughs> stuff. So a lot of the things that my dad did, uh, it was not passed down to me. Um, and again, it's it's a money issue. Right. With Paula. That's that's really all it she is. She wants to save. I get it. Uh, let's go to whoa. Let's go to Brittany and Lorraine. Brittany, good morning. Good morning. No. Is, it is, sounds like your AC is pumping right yeah. now. <laughs> is it on full blast right now? <laughs> it's at 60 degrees in my car. In your car? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I keep my house at 68 at all times. I keep. I like to be cold. Um, and I tell my kids, if you don't like it, put some warm clothes on. Wear your snowsuit. <laughs> People always say that when as soon as they walk in my house, it's like a freezer. And I just tell them. You know what? It, it's always been like this. So dress warm, dress for winter when you come over. Okay, but you don't keep I, your air conditioner on in the winter, do you? Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, no. And my, and my fans go in, too. Okay, so th- this is where... So is it more expensive to run an AC in the winter than it is to keep your heat on in the winter? See, I, I don't have know. no idea. See, this is where it would be helpful to have my dad because right. he could answer that question right away and right. would say, how do you not know that? You're an idiot. Right. <laughs> I mean, Brittany's like me, though. I have my AC on until literally December 25th. Uh, let's see. Tanya. Tanya is in Berea. Tanya, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Where do you stand on uh, our heating and cooling discussion that we're having this morning? I guess I'm Team Paula. I have the AC off um, only if it's going to be colder outside than it would be in our house. We keep it at 68 as well, um, mm-hmm. but I also like to freeze. So if it's cooler outside, open the windows and let that cold air in. Yeah. Are you having an issue with, with your throat when you wake up in the morning, though? Is it raw a little bit because mm-hmm. it's so cold? No. Get a humidifier. 
Easy fix. Oh, like easy humidifier. fix. Oh. That would probably help you with your cough situation as well, Bill. Maybe, yeah. Well, I had COVID a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. Now, it's frequently that when I have colds, I'll, I'll cough for like three months afterwards. Yeah. That's totally on brand for me. <laughs> of course, now I could have long COVID. Right. I mean, like, I had it. So, I mean, not to scare you, but yeah. <laughs> the humidifier did wonders for me in my long COVID. Okay, great. So well, there now I, I got to ask Paula for a humidifier <laughs> yeah. now. Can, she takes care of all the spending. Please, Paula. Can I buy a humidifier <laughs> for the house is my next request. Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.